A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So look, there's this one guy on social media who says, Simon, when it comes to ups and downs, you should always look to give a down, otherwise you're not being balanced. Now one, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, but two, this is a positive Pete show. How can you watch this for the many years that we've done it and not realise I'm always going to be looking for the good? However, I do like to serve my audience, I think it's important, so let's bring up the ups and downs counters, there they are, and I am going to give a down this week for you. That's right, the person that tweets me all the day time you getting it down i hope you're happy now let's move on from that because it was utterly ridiculous hello my name is simon from what culture you are watching ups and downs and we just had another episode of aew rampage did we like it or did we hate it we find out with this the finger of power let us up those downs Darby Allen versus Mark Quinn was our opening match on Rampage, and I always appreciate this because it's AEW Originals going at it. Darby was still hurt from the pay-per-view too, and the whole time I was like, oh man, my ribs, my midsection, it hurts so much. So Mark was really smart here, especially when they brawled to the floor. He grabbed him and he threw him into Simba the Civil Steps. And I was like, yeah, that'll do it. Sting and Isaiah Cassidy were at ringside as well, so they were just hanging around waiting to push that distract button. <laughs> and back in the squared circle, Quen did one of those suplexes into the turnbuckle, and because Darby Allen just throws himself around the ring with as much fire as he can, flub me, he looked dead. I mean, this is the best thing about Allen matches. He just goes at everything like 100 miles an hour, so you totally believe it, which was even better when Mark Quen was like, all right, well, if you are going to do that, you do have bad ribs, I'm going to apply the abdominal stretch. And I was like, there we go, some old school wrestling. Quen took loads of this match too, and it was really nice to see, and he even hit this flipping DDT thing, which I like the look of. But it was actually Sting that inspired Alan's comeback because when his back was up against it, he was like, I know what I'll do. I'll use the scorpion death drop. Daddy teaching his son a few tricks. Alan was then going to hit the coffin drop, but Isaiah finally did hit distraction. And even though Sting took him out, this allowed Mark Quinn to get back to his feet. And he pushed Darby from his perch and he took this horrible bump on the ropes. I mean, seriously, this guy is crazy. Mark then followed that up with a 450 splash to the floor. And let us not forget that that move is nuts when you do it in the ring and it's borderline insane when you do it out of it. So it really actually did feel at one point that it was going to be Quen's night, but very sadly, he didn't know Darby Allen had a finisher stored up. So when he went from the shooting star press, Allen got out of the way. From nowhere, he was able to apply an arm bar Instantly, Mark Quinn tapped out, and I always enjoy that, because if you watch UFC or MMA, you know that happens in real life, so why wouldn't it happen here? Very enjoyable stuff. 
up. We weren't done though, as the AFO came out, because of course the H is now gone after they kicked Mark Hardy out of the group. And even though they were about to hit everybody, all of a sudden, Duna, Duna, Duna hit. Out came the Hardy boys. They were dressed like their old selves. Everybody went crazy. And look how many directions and paths we can go out now. I am ready for it. Dan Lambert then promised that Scorpio Sky will defeat Wardlow on Dynamite, and maybe he will when we had one of these House of Black videos. I don't really know what they were going on about. I think they said they knew all of our secrets, which probably means they're going to find out that sometimes I eat flowers. Mercedes Martinez then finally remembered to turn up to AEW. And I was like, I tell you, Mercedes, if you get in trouble here, Thunder Rosa better not save your ass because you didn't do the same for her at Revolution. But I suppose she is a super duper good guy and she's done with Britt Baker's nonsense. And I presume that she was watching Martinez versus Jamie Hayter. Well, I mean, she must have done because as soon as we were finished, out came Thunder Rosa. This was proper back and forth stuff though. One forearm from Jamie Hayter, I swear, knocked the skin off Mercedes Martinez's face. But all that did was piss her off because she grabbed Jamie and she threw her into the turnbuckle too. And I was like, why do we keep doing this move? She also hit a German super suplex from the top and this is when Rebel freaked out and of course we went back to the whole Britt Baker goons get involved thing because she started causing a distraction. The referee didn't know what was going on so that's when Britt Baker did lay in some shots so by the time Mercedes got back to her feet Jamie hate her just whammed her with a lariat and kind of surprisingly beat her for the one two three. Britt and Cole were then gonna finish her afterwards but of course this is where Thunder came out she chased everybody away and at least this all makes sense now because of course we are gonna do the cage match on Dynamite. Now, I'll be the first to admit, kind of feel like we should have done that at the pay-per-view, but we don't need to worry about the past. We look forward to the future. All of this was fine. Sheeta then told us that she is going to cut off Serena Deeb's head. Yep. So she must have been watching Drew McIntyre and decided to take it one step further. But we had this video package and that was the last line that came out of her mouth. Sheeta also dresses like some kind of mob boss nowadays. Thought it was pretty good. Keith Lee versus QT Marshall was next as well, and it did exactly what it should have done. We've also got to give some love to QT, who just understands his role perfectly. Like, he basically loses all the time, but he then knows how to get back over to make sure he gets some heat. Plus, he is really good in that ring. He's got the fundamentals. He had an extra worry here, too, as basically all of Team Taz was watching on from the commentary position. And this was mostly Keith Lee grabbing QT Marshall and just chucking him in around the place. Like, he gave him this beal at one point, and I honestly stared out my own window looking at the moon, because then I thought I was going to see QT Marshall just go, fuel, fly by. My best friend Nick Comarotto then tried to get involved by grabbing Keith Lee's foot. And I was like, Nick, what are you doing? He's going to kill you. And basically, Keith Lee shrugged this off. He hit the ground zero. He got the one, two, three. And he continues his dominance in all elite wrestling. The rest of the Nightmare Factory then tried to do away with him, but they failed as well. But this is when Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs got involved. And my word, did the situation change quickly. And I didn't get the upper hand because of the numbers game, but Hobbs also gave Keith Lee this spine buster. And I was like, here we go, it's big men slapping man meat. And while we are here, shout out to Big E, I hope you're okay. I liked all of this though. It was nice and simple. And now I am desperate for Keith Lee versus powerhouse Hobbs. Because my word, it is going to be ridiculous. It was our main event for Rampage after this, meaning this week's episode was a lot less crazy than it has been before. However, it was Tony Nese taking on the debuting Swerve Strickland. 
I thought this was pretty damn good. As we are talking about Swerve 2, I was lucky to see him in person for the first time a few weeks ago when he did take on Car on Art Progress Wrestling. And seriously, he went through around about 82 different styles and he was good at every single one. It was the same for Kara as well. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I was very impressed by that match. It was kind of the same here too because they just did everything. They did a little bit of wrestling, they did a little bit of brawling, they did a little bit of reversing. And when the time was right, Strickland basically got like caught up in the ring apron and Tony Nese just booted him right in the air. Nese also screwed up a moonsault, but he was able to hit the juice box for a near fall. And seriously, that's one of the best names in all of professional wrestling. And then he too was hitting a 450. I was like, what is this? Why can everybody on the roster do these crazy, crazy flips? It was also a tease of a tombstone. If you remember how many tombstones we got on Revolution, I was like, well, that maneuver is out of control as well. And really this all built to Swerve doing his big stomps. He did a final one off the top rope. He got the one, two, three. And I tell you, he is going to smash it in AEW. I can just feel it in my tum tum. Which brought us to the end of Rampage. And as you can see, this one just flew by because we had match. We had a little bit of a segment. We had match. We had a little bit of a segment. We have a match. And now we move on to Dynamite. But overall, this is going to get it up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.